I uh, enjoy podcasting. It is my life. How many marshmallows do you have in your house right now? Do you ever do Mad Dog 2020? Women talk to dumb people every day, Jared. Yeah, maybe they can fix that in editing. Hello. I don't know if genius means what you think it means. Searching, Searching for, for Rick. Rick. We are here. We've made it to episode nine. Have, oh, is it episode nine already? Well, we already know. I, I realized when I was planning the follow-up for this episode, going off of last episodes, I mean, we're basically predicting the future. Now, by the time the episode comes out, people think it's the past, but we made the call about the hate crime law. Yeah. The governor stepped in, oh, got us true. one. Look what happened. And then we just released episode three the Michael Winslow episode, and he's trending and he's on Twitter right now. He's all over the about, Twitter. About, um, yeah, taking over some voiceover roles on the Simpsons for black characters that had been previously done by white actors. Yeah. So, you know, are we? Are, so, are, are we prophetic or what? Like, what? 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 What is this? I don't know that we should label it quite yet because I don't want all the expectations on us. But I just want people to feel that something's coming. I like that idea. Let's, let's not put ourselves in a box quite yet or get too many people depending on us for anything. People ask me all the time, like, what kind of show is, are, you, are you guys? I'm like, I don't want to really put myself in a box, you know? We're kind of like all over the place. Whatever you want us to be. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, we do have a, okay, we, we so do have gonna... a mission, though. Every episode I told him, I told people we do have a mission, and that is to find these missing people. Somebody asked me yesterday... Um, so who we who are we finding this week? And I said, I don't know. We'll find out. This we'll week. find out. Stay tuned. Mostly because I didn't look at the um, episode list. <laughs> I like the surprise. So I I did the last one. I did Dustin Diamond. So this is your you, week. No, are you joking right now? Shut up. <laughs> I texted you. Are you really joking? Are you serious? I'm. So I text. Okay. Serious. So. Um, the last one we did, we were together in person and it was Danica McKellar. Oh, it wasn't Dustin Diamond? No. And then we did talk about him for a minute, but only in the follow-up. And then for oh, this it was episode, the follow you were up that that's what threw me off. You, you were supposed to research um Rudy. Keisha Knight Pulliam. Okay, so in follow-up from the Danica McKellar episode, episode eight, um, of course, we went off on all kinds of tangents as we do. Um, and one of the things we ended up talking about was Helen, Georgia, which is very close to my hometown. And so I've spent more time there than most. But we were kind of talking about like, how did Helen even happen? So I figured I'd give, I'd look that up so that one for my own um, knowledge, but so that the world can know exactly. So Helen, Georgia, it was formerly a logging town that was in the decline. And in the late 1960s, a group of people were meeting about what do they do to resurrect the city, that sort of thing. So they brought in an artist named John Colick to do a sketch of what he thought they could do with the town to um, kind of revive it and make it a tourist area. So he did a replica of a Bavarian town. And they said, we love it. And Helen, Georgia got started. So, yeah. What year was that that they built the? 
69 was when they kind of transformed the little Main Street area Into to, yeah. And then, of course, all kinds of fun stuff has been added on, like you noted, the Wendy's and a huddle house that are themed in a Bavarian rooftop. The Wendy's, is it really considered like a new add-on, like a like a, a plus? It, like a, well, it's new from 69, so it's not part oh, of yeah. the original. I mean, I remember when the Wendy's went up. I thought you, I thought you were saying like, like it's uh, yeah. like it was a, a an upgrade or a, like some something they made better, something that made the city better was the Wendy's. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> when has a frosty never not improved a situation? I mean, Wendy's, well, not lately. Wendy's has been fucking up because you know the franchiser is supposed to be supposedly um, a big time Trump donor or something, but. That's nonetheless, vote for everybody can vote for who they want to vote for. You know, we, I don't care what my, who my listeners vote for. You know, live your life. But I've chosen to not eat Wendy's as of late because of what went down. Fair enough. With the franchiser. Because I don't, he's so, a, but apparently is, he owns hundreds of franchiser, franchises a, across the country. So who knows? Like the Wendy's you're going to might be one of his franchises. Just to make my own personal stand yeah that makes sense i didn't go to wendy's before so i can do the Uh, same don't act like wendy's isn't good wendy's is delicious it's not that it's not good i just haven't been there in years one more thing on our follow-up from last episode okay and that was we talked a little bit about danica mckellar doing a spread in maxim magazine and it being Mm. very uh risque for winnie cooper um And you mentioned that Playboy had stopped doing their centerfolds. So I looked that up, um, which is right. You uh, uh, know your smut magazines. Can we get a ding ding uh, sound effect there, please? I don't know what you feel like you've won, but but they started them back. So in 2016, this is according to a New York Times article, they stopped doing their nude centerfolds. And then in 2017, they took it back and said that was a mistake. And they will be doing nude centerfolds again. Oh, um, really? Yeah. So you gave up too quick. You should have hung in there. Damn. But to update everyone to 2020, there was a Forbes article that just came out called How Coronavirus Killed the Centerfold. And um, it's all about how Playboy just announced that the spring issue, the 2020 spring issue, may be the last issue ever. <gasps> Of Playboy. Playboy. Well, I feel so, like well, most magazines run out to, to your newsstands. Well, I'm saying, well, you can just go on the website. Girls. I'm sure they'll keep Playboy.com, and that's going to be where they're going to keep all their content or whatever. Well, and, and maybe, Playboy's maybe it's media. the it's the last shipped magazine. I mean, yeah, it, I, they did I go see on that to happening. say that they are one. Yeah, they're one of the magazines that struggled with the digital era and yeah. moving over. Yeah, because it you seems have Pornhub. like. Right, I guess so. Because why would somebody? Why would you look at centerfolds? Yeah, I mean, it's just—it's such an old. When you can go see live action, yeah, it's such a dated um, uh, medium. Like looking at nude women and their uh, landing strip um, crotches. Yeah, we can look at that on Pornhub (laughs) and watch them get slammed down on Pornhub. I'm just kidding. I know that's awful. He's not. He's not not kidding. I'm not. Slammed out. That's not. I'm going to refrain from comment. Um, all kinds of things there, but anyway, so everybody 
you know, run out and get your collector's item. The 2020 spring issue of Playboy may be the last one ever. So, Jarrett, who are we searching for today? So, today we are searching for, thanks you for reminding me because I had uh, no clue that I was supposed to do this. But I do know enough about her to where I love her dearly and I could probably just talk about her for days and days anyway. And her name is Keisha Knight Pulliam. And I'm sure that's a very familiar name. Is it a household name? I would think so. Is it? I don't know. Is it a house? Was I feel it like if you household? say her name name in context with her big character role, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Her, her biggest character role being Rudy Huxtable, right? So if you say Rudy Huxtable, everybody will say, "Oh yeah, I know Rudy." So you that exactly. that's how you would know her by probably. It's like if you saw her in public, you'd be like Rudy. Yes, I, that yeah. name would come to my mind before Keisha. Keisha. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. I, I can't imagine I'm in the minority on that. No, I would you're think not. A lot of Most, people, I you... would say 99% of the people in the world probably. I mean, I don't know if uh, the Cosby Show was shown across the globe, but definitely everybody in this country knows who Rudy Huxtable is, I would say. Or, or at least people from our generation, that is. Because I, say, I feel yeah. like there's a younger generation of people who just either aren't quite watching the Cosby Show, like they, 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 don't, know, they don't know it exists, because, you know, it is not on TV as much as it used to be. Is it on TV at all? Yeah. Is it in syndication I mean, somewhere? It is in syndication somewhere. I know the company that I worked for, Urban One, their TV uh, platform, TV One, play the Cosby Show or play syndicated episodes of the Cosby Show and stuff. So, um, so there's still places where you can find the Cosby Show on TV, but um, yeah, not many. So I just wonder if, if kids nowadays even know who Rudy Huxtable is. Unfortunately, I don't think that they do. And, you know, it makes you wonder too, just because of the affiliation with the lead star, Bill Cosby, and, mm. you know, creator, and I'm sure he gets writing and producer credits and all kinds of stuff. And yeah. still has so much money tied to that show that a lot of people have cut ties. Like it would have been on Netflix and it would have been on all these streaming services had the latest scandal of the last several years not been a thing. Yeah, I, I, I would guess so. I mean, that that has, I think, taken it a lot off of TV. Otherwise, I think it'd still be on every channel like it used to be. I mean, right. yeah, Bill Cosby fucked up. We know this. Yeah. So, um, but the Huxtables were a lovely family. They were not oh, real. Yes. But I we mean, all I love the Huxtables. Yes. I um I always tell people that I felt that I was a Huxtable. I mean, you know, I still consider Cliff Huxtable to be Cliff Huxtable to be a great dad. I'm not saying that I'm not giving Bill Cosby any credit here. I'm just saying the no, character Cliff Huxtable played, is a Cliff fictional, Huxtable, the fictional Cliff fictional Huxtable character, and the mother Claire Huxtable were like my mom and dad. They were my TV mom and dad. I think we all wanted them to be our mom and dad. Yeah, they were pretty cool. Like they seemed like the perfect balance of like level-headed parents they were also fun mm -hmm. they were disciplinarians they were fun they were both funny both smart cliff was old school claire was kind of like you know she was cool with being hip and she was you know she always kind of like touched a bit of the past as well and like she didn't forget her past and how she grew up but she she was definitely a woman of the 80s for sure but she would yeah. also like I, she'd lay down the law with the kids too oh yeah Definitely. Oh, I love those episodes where she was like the one that would shut those, you know, that would shut the kids up or whatever, or put the, send the kids to their room or punish the kids or whatever. I love those episodes because, you know, it's just, it's something about seeing 
a woman being so like the one in control, like I'm in charge or whatever. I, it's, 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 it does something to me. Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> well, back to Keisha. But you know who never got yelled at on the show was Rudy. And that, of well, course, she was adorable. She was the sweetest. She wasn't always the youngest. You know, Raven Simone came eventually and, and was the youngest cast member on the show. But and that right. was a, and that and that caused a little drama for Rudy. Anyway, we'll get into that in a little bit because uh, I could go on for days about Rudy Huxtable because that is also like my TV crush. My probably my probably my first TV crush, and I won't. Mm. Uh, and I'll get into that. Yes, exactly. I'll get into that in a second. Uh, but Keisha, born Keisha Knight Pulliam on nineteen seventy nine. Um, yeah, that was not her first um, debut of any kind, um, you know, in her career. Her first, uh, aside from commercials or whatever, I'm sure she popped up in a few baby commercials here and there because she was such a cutie pie. Her first actual debut was a feature film at age three um, in this movie called The Last Dragon in 1985. Last Dragon. Are you familiar with this movie? No. Okay. So this is like a black person's staple. And it's basically uh, a kung fu movie with a black lead. Uh, Oh, wait. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. I can think of it now. The Last Dragon. Okay. Continue. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, You want me to tell you the story of it or, or something? And Keisha Knight Pulliam plays his little sister in the movie. Ah, and she okay. barely speaks. Like she can barely talk. She's literally like a baby sitting in a in a high chair in, in this breakfast scene. And that's really the only time you really see her. And um, he comes he comes in uh, from the rooftop uh, after meditating that morning and he gives her like some chopsticks for um, um, because if she's sitting there at the breakfast table getting ready to eat breakfast. So he gifts her some chopsticks and she's like, oh, thank you. That's like her one line in the entire movie. It's a great movie. I'm I'm literally like. Well, I don't need to. I don't need to watch it now. No, you literally need to watch it. How, okay, I'm gonna watch Still Magnolias. You find The Last Dragon and watch The Last Dragon. That's, okay. That's the okay. Still Magnolias yet. So you watch I'll The Last Dragon it. and I'll watch uh, Still Magnolias. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, you're not gonna cry at The Last Dragon like you cry at Still Magnolias. It's not as emotion. It's not an emotional movie. It's literally just a romp, roaring good time from 1985. Okay, noted. So, and I'm gonna obviously be looking for Keisha. Oh, you gotta, you're gonna find her. You're gonna be like, oh, there she is, because she's just this cute little baby girl, and you're gonna be like, she's adorable, and you can see why Bill Cosby found her and picked her to be uh, to play the role of Rudy Huxtable, which I think was her next role um, after that. And like I said, Rudy, you know, she, she played Rudy from age five to thirteen, actually. So the majority of her life, she pretty much played this, or pretty much majority of her young life, she played this character. Yeah, those are pretty formative years. Yeah, that's like from your toddler years to your teenage years almost. So that's, yeah, I guess a five-year toddler, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how well, they split that no, up. Well, no, you're not. I don't think you're a toddler anymore at five. Oh, okay. My understanding you're is just a like kid. But like, what, what, what do you call three? Your toddler, and then you're done after that. Um, they're kids. Just kid. Five-year-olds are kids. They don't get names. When you're in kindergarten, you're a kid. You're five. Ah. Uh. Damn. Yeah, just kids. They lose all their titles. No more toddler, no more infant, no more. No, no, no. It's kid, teenager. 
masturbator. I guess adolescent. <laughs> masturbator. <A> teenager, masturbator. <laughs> teenager, adolescent, adult, not, I don't know, senior citizen. Oh, yeah, there's a, lot, there's a few more titles in, in between that, too. There's a shithead in there somewhere, too. There is, for sure, for <laughs> sure. It's in the 20s. Oh, definitely. No question. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but, uh, again, Rudy didn't, she, she didn't, uh, do this late into her life, but she did do it for a long time from five to 13. That is a long time to play a character. And so was she on the show till the very end of the yeah, show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, from 1984 okay, okay. to 1992. Like she was literally, literally on the first episode. I remember her cute little face. And then, uh, and then, yeah, she just kind of grew up, you know, she and her, remember her best friend, Bud? Oh yeah, Bud. yeah. He kind of Bud. Yeah, he kind of grew up on the show too. I don't remember his name or whatever. Like he's not that important. Oh, well, maybe we should do a show about him. I don't know. We'll figure that out later. <laughs> um, I'll probably forget his too. Um, so yeah, she really hasn't done a whole lot more. Um, after that, you know, after Cosby Show, because you know, Cosby Show has just been on TV so long that these these Cosby kids have literally lived off of, you know, royalty checks. You know, for ages. Oh, sure. I mean, again, who knows how much they're actually pulling down. But, yeah, I'm sure it's helped them go to college and yes. do all I mean, kinds yeah. of other things. It's not like they were, like, what driving around. What did she around. do? So, I yeah, mean, she did go to college, speaking 13. of. Uh, well, she just lived a regular life. Um, she has three brothers, you know, parents. Uh, she attended a prep school in Jersey. Um and then once the show ended, she uh, just transferred to another school in Virginia, graduated from that school in 97. And then she went to Spelman College. Uh, shout out to Spelman College. My mom went there. I thought she came down here. Yeah. And she uh, got her bachelor's degree in sociology um, in 2001. And she's a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority, which we talked about already. There are nine black fraternities and sororities and Delta Sigma Theta is one of them. All right. Yeah. And what did she, is she a sociologist? No, uh, you know, she still acts. So um, after she finished college, she kind of got back into the joy of acting. So she has done a few roles here and there. Um, nothing like a huge starring role, like on a TV show or anything, but she has done, uh, she did Beauty Shop in 2005. I don't know if you remember that movie with Queen Latifah. Um, mm-hmm. And she's done this movie. It was the like Gosp- a barber shop. Well, it was a beauty shop. Kind of spin-off? It was a spinoff of Barbershop. Yes. Yeah. So, like, Barbershop 2 came out, and then they introduced Queen Latifah's character, I think, in Barbershop 2, and then they made a spinoff of that movie. Right. The Beauty Shop. And it was, I think that was based in Atlanta. I think it was filmed here, and it was based here in Atlanta, Beauty Shop. Um, And then you have The Gospel. She did this movie called The Gospel, which is, you know, of course, about God. Um, It's a more spiritual movie. Uh, And then she did, did like, a Medea movie in 2009. Um, but in, other than that, she's just done like some TV appearances on some celebrity sh- shows like Celebrity Apprentice and Celebrity Big Brother and Celebrity This, That, and the Other. She was on Tyler Perry's House of Pain as well. Um, she played one of the main roles on that show uh, from 2007 to 2012. Um, I don't know if she's House so of Pain adorable. Is it's surprising that, like, even now, like in her grown up life. So I've met her before. And she is, like, I was so blown away how just she's still freaking cute. Yeah. And I would, so I would totally date her. That... I would totally date her. Okay. We'll put that out there if you're listening, well, she's, Keisha. Well, I just found out she's, she's just booed up. She's recently just booed up. So she was married to a famous ex-football player at Hartwell. Um, 
I don't know what team Ed Hartwell played for. Um, I want to say it was like the um, Raiders or something like that. Um, so anyway, uh, he they got married back in 2016, and then they filed for divorce. Like, well, beginning of 2016 they were married, and then by mid 2016 they were divorced. Yikes! Right. Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. I wonder, like, well, here's the thing, too, with Ed Hartwell, and I'm not trying to spill any tea and talk all this juicy gossip with you or whatever, but um, he was married also to an Atlanta housewife, um, Lisa Wu, and, you know, of course, they divorced, and then he married uh, Keisha. And so I just, I'm curious, I mean, you know, of course, whenever I see a, a pattern like that of someone divorcing some you know, someone and then they get remarried and they divorce that other person. Like, I don't think it's the person they're marrying that's causing the problems. It's them, whatever that may be. So, you know, whether he's cheating or if he's got a double life or, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. But it could also be, there's definitely people that just are really bad at picking mates. That's true. So they're not necessarily doing anything like cheating or, you know, doing, living a double life, yeah. but they are, um, not they're picking, you know, maybe it's the person that they think they should be with as opposed to the person that they, um, actually should be with, or they like to f- have fixer uppers and it never ends well. There's all kinds of reasons that See, people, it goes south. Yeah. And do you think Halle Berry, um, <laughs> picks the wrong person every time or do you think she's just crazy? <laughs> I haven't actually given any thought to Halle Berry's uh, marital status. Um, I know you think she's crazy. Think that through and get back to me, but I think she's batshit crazy. I like to think that there's everyone searching for love and connection. And I think that that could be misguided for all of us. And if you come from an abusive past, like we know Halle does, because we've already researched her, then we know that you're not going to be the best at picking someone who is healthy and can help you grow and become a better person. Interesting. Because you have been taught that love is something else. Mm. You, you, yeah. And that, that, like you've, you've been conditioned to learn love a different way and right. that's interesting. Okay. You got a lot of excuses for her, but you know, I'm just going <laughs> to stick with, I'm going to stick with good I'm old I'm not trying to put up any excuses. She could just be crazy. I will leave room for that. The and until I, until I, Right. Until I meet Hallie and can do my own assessment, I feel like it's fair to leave the door open that, you know, maybe she's just a product. I mean, we're all just products of our environment and our learning anyway. So even if she is bad shit crazy, that's a product of how she grew up and her environment and all those sorts of things. And she just has not put herself in a position to correct the crazy. Or she's just bad shit crazy. Okay. All right. We'll go with that. <laughs> so the football guy. Yeah. They so were, he. Uh, the so only reason married, I I said cheater on that was because they were married for such a short period of yeah, time. Yeah, it's only six months. So like I said, like is either something she didn't find out in 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 um marriage counseling prior to, mm. or um you know it, he just flat out did something and like just people just got to be smarter when they cheat or just don't cheat. I mean, of course, I always say the number one. I always tell my friends who like, <laughs> tell my friends cheat, who are listening out. to me. <laughs> yes, tell my friends who are listening to me and like to cheat. First of all, I like to say don't cheat. Second of all, at least cheat smart. Um, like bringing your friends along with you on your, you know, on your on your uh, little excursions with your side piece. 
that's not cool. Um, you know, just filling your friends in period on, on what you're doing with your side piece. It's just, it's, it's not. So what's the MO for cheating smart? Um, just keep it discreet between you and that other person. I would suppose. Um, I just don't understand why you, why you, how hard is that? Why you cheat? Like one relationship, so much work. Why would you want to layer on top of that? Yeah. Well, I, I think the assumption of the second relationship is that it's less work because the side piece person should acknowledge that they know that they are a side piece, right? I mean, are you sleeping with another man? Because then that's fair. But if you're sleeping with another woman, there's always, even if they're pretending like there's not, there's nope. always another layer she to that is, onion. She's supposed to be... Um, just as devoid of emotion in this as a man would if he was, the, you know, if he was the other man or whatever. Yeah, but in that scenario, you're suggesting people only cheat for the physical aspect. Uh, well, I mean, that's you true. Know? I mean, well, yeah, because I mean, when you get into cheating too, it's like, well, that person is no longer. Maybe they don't love the, their spouse anymore, and they're going to find love somewhere else. Which, which is fine. If you don't, that's okay. I think it's just like, just tell, like, get, let, give that spouse the out. Like, have enough respect for even if you hate them now. I think the that's, original, the, that's the main thing. But the thing the is, original when you commitment, involved. and say like. I'm out before you spend all that time running around and like, just don't waste my time. I mean, that's, you know, like that's what's not fair about it. I feel like. They, they have a kid together with, um, that's unfortunate. Well, she got, I guess, pregnant later on in the marriage cause she had the baby in January the following year, uh, 2017. Oh my gosh. So she had just she had gotten already, pregnant. Yeah. She had filed. Yeah. Pretty much, you know, when they filed for divorce, um, around oh. that same time. So then you can't get a, a clean getaway with those children. Nah, it's a wrap. And yeah, so with the kids involved now, it's like, you know, she's still tied to Ed, of course. Uh, but she has moved on and she does have a boyfriend. She just recently, um, posted him on IG, um, like late last year. His name is Brad James and they are still together. And um, he is a TV actor as well. Uh, he's just only recently been on TV, though. Um, if you are, I know you are a big fan of Tyler Perry's For Better or Worse that comes on the Oprah Winfrey Network. You know, you watch that all the time. Of um, course. Of course. Yeah. He is a star on that show. Um, but yeah, so that's, oh, that's what okay. she is right now. She's currently just booed up with him, um, enjoying his uh, fame. And she hasn't made a much of an appearance on anything as of late. Uh, like I said, I met her when I worked at the radio station and I think she was promoting some play then. So I know she does a lot of stage plays too and stuff. So she gets around. Oh, that's what it was. I don't know if you remember the movie set it off. Um, but she was promoting. Yeah. So she was, there was a, there was a stage production of set it off and they did it here in Atlanta. Um, oh, okay. and she was a part of the cast. She was one of the, um, she was one of the, okay. um, yeah. So she played one of those people from the movie, set it off, um, in the play. And so, yeah, I, I remember meeting her okay. and she came up, she came up to me and she said, do you have change for a dollar? Oh my God. And I was just like, here, you can just have these four quarters for free. I don't even need your, your, your dollar. Just giving Rudy four quarters is the highlight of my freaking day. And it was the highlight of my day was giving her change. I was just like, cause she's wanted to go, she wanted to go to the snack need... machine. There was a snack machine in the, in the lobby and she wanted to get so something. She had guys... a headache. That's what it was. She had a headache and she wanted to put something in her stomach. 
And um, you guys don't have snacks for people when they're coming into the radio station. <laughs> they don't have snacks I mean, for us. So, but uh, yeah, that's where I met Rudy uh, at the Grammy radio station, and she was a delight. And I'm just glad, like in my entire life, I can check that off my be- my bucket list. I met my TV crush, um, Rudy Huxtable, like literally because we were around the same age, and she um, just. Uh, she was literally my girlfriend. And, and she didn't know it, and you didn't tell she didn't her that. Know it, and I didn't tell her. I should have told her that when I met her, but I didn't want to be, you know, some kind of creep. And I probably would have had a I, chance I think with that, her, too. Yeah, you could have just said, yeah, we, we dated in elementary school. Little did she know. Yeah. I should have said that. So you, you weren't aware of it, but we were in love. Damn it. I should have said that. Yeah. I missed my opportunity. I could have been Mr. Napoleon. Well, you pulled off a last-minute research on uh, Keisha there. <laughs> thank God she I hasn't mean, been involved in a lot. She's been, yeah, thank, thank goodness. No offense, Keisha, if you ever get to listen to this. But uh, thank goodness that you were not um, that popular in between the time <laughs> of of doing um, Cosby Show and um, Tyler Perry's House of Fame. Um, and, we're, and we're grateful I, for that. Thank you, Keisha. I think we should should have Wikipedia sponsor this episode. Um, actually, no. I got I got numerous sources. I told you I, I went to a few things to look up. Um, what okay. she's up we'll to just have stuff, Google, including BT. Yeah, no. We should thank Google overall. We should thank Google. Um, yeah, for sure. Because it's um, it's where it's at. All right. Nice wrap up, Keisha. Uh, if you're in town, uh, we'd love to she have you on here, the podcast. You know, she lives in Atlanta. Okay, well, you're in town. We'd love to have you on the podcast. Keisha, please come. You can make Jarrett feel awkward about being in love with you. I know. Think about how... And settle out all these rumors of the divorce that we just started. (laughs) I know, right? And you don't even have to say anything about the divorce either, Keisha. You can just come on. You don't have to. Even though we we are going to ask you. We are going to ask you, so what's up with the divorce? And also, what did you get out of the snack machine? Because What did you get out of this? Yeah. Her net worth is twelve million dollars, and she and you gave her a dollar. So twelve million and one. Uh, exactly. Uh, she yeah. doesn't need a dollar from me for networks twelve. Whatever. Keep your dumb dollar. So, um, <laughs> can I talk about what happened to me this week? With um, oh, please. Not even this week. It's kind of started a few weeks ago. So I started this beef with a friend of mine, Shanika. And uh, she is a radio personality and TV personality. So she has been afforded a lot of famous friends. Um, I'm just going to have to mop the floor tonight. You just name dropping all over this podcast. I'm not name dropping. Oh, because I met Keisha Knight. She was just the focus point of the And then you gave a whole list of... You gave a whole list of people you met at the radio station. Oh, it's I did. Fine. I don't mind. I don't mind picking up the floor. Let me tell you about the time I met Kevin Costner. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, um, uh, her friend, one of her friends, is a former. I guess you can just call it. And this, there is no former. You just are a real housewife of Atlanta, Phaedra Parks. And so, do you know who Phaedra is? Do you you don't watch Real Housewives of Atlanta? But do I you, don't are you aware of who they are? The, the 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 housewives. So the only ones from Atlanta that I remember ever seeing was like the first year it came on because it was like, oh, it's Atlanta, 
And it was okay. the blonde lady, blonde wigged lady, Kim something. Kim Zosiak. It was um oh the funny one, Nidra, Nedra? Nini. Nini. I'm sorry, Nini. No, you're good. Uh those might be the only two I remember. Yeah, that's cool. That's really anymore? all you need to remember. Like everybody else is kind of like basic um uh, uh what do you call them? Supporting characters. Nini is like the main okay. character of the show. Kim is not on the show anymore, but yeah, she was kind of the main character, the other main character on the previous seasons. And I think Phaedra might have come either the second or third season. I don't remember quite. I mean, I'm not a big follower of the show. But uh, during the during the run of the show, I think the show has been on 12 seasons now, which is just absolutely ridiculous. Um, she was on there for a good while, maybe five of those 10 12 seasons um she's she's been on there at least five of those so she's a big like everybody knows who she is she's got a blue check basically on her instagram name so that that's just say enough um so she started commenting on oh so anyway this girl shanika and i started some beef and uh it was just it's just it's very very friendly we're both friends with each other so it's like this kind of workout beef where i'm getting out and i'm like doing this track live and I'm going to play tennis now and stuff. Just trying to stay active. And she's like big into like getting her steps in and doing her, um, and, and doing her walking every day and stuff. But I've noticed recently she hasn't been doing it. So I called her out on it, um, on my IG story or whatever. And so she made a big deal and posted it on her, on posted it on her, uh, on her IG wall. Like actually, you know, one thing, it's one thing to post on IG stories, you know, like, IG stories come and go only a few people see it so it's not like you know you're really trying to put a whole lot of people on blast so she however decided she wanted to put it on her IG wall like on her feed and that's like everybody so looks at the feed yeah everybody puts it on the on the feed so she puts her she puts my video on her feed on me on her page to, and then she calls me out she she says all oh, this it's some funny shit on there like she calls me beady eyed first of all which i think is kind of funny i don't think, <laughs> i don't think i'm a beady eyed person i think i have big eyes like a bug so I i'll be the judge eyes. of that i'll, I'll be, be the judge of that thank you uh like i just replied back to her with an eggplant emoji um <laughs> so uh yeah i um started this beef with with all of a sudden now with Phaedra because um Shanika po- Shanika posted another video of me today because I called her out on her on my IG story so she posted another video on her feed and like clock clockwork um Phaedra commented on it and she said something about um I'm gonna have to take you on a walk myself or something or she said something to the effect that she's gonna outwalk me so I, I challenged her to an um to a walk off well um, now you have to start you have to start having beef with Phaedra on there uh, exactly. I'm trying to. Like, she got in my DMs one time, and uh, we kind of went back and forth on there. But, I mean, that was, you know, that was a few weeks ago. That was, I mean, that's about it. But nonetheless, I thought that was really cool. I was like, oh, a real housewife is, like, literally trying to um, come for me right now. I think this is very exciting. And I, I heard just feel like this may be your peak. This might be. This might be the height of my uh, career right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take a good look. This is what fame looks like right here. This is this is it. This is it. Drink it in. To all of our 35 listeners. I know. Is it 35? I hope it's more. No, it's more than that. Thank you. Um oh. maybe not at a time, but I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's more than that. <laughs> So that was your IG activity this week, really. Yeah, that was really it. Was this Shanika? I mean, was the uh, Phaedra beef and Shanika beef? But um, you know, uh, it, 
it's just so much that goes on on IG. I just try to, like, every day is something new. I'm just exhausted by it. I am exhausted by social media, to tell you the truth. But I can't I set take a my break. twenty minute limit. What's the twenty minute limit? What do you do for twenty? Like you're, you're on social media. You for can minutes? set a timer. You can Instagram actually has in your settings. You can set a timer for how long you can be on it a what? day. What? And so it'll say it sends me like if I've, you know, you can do it in different sessions, obviously. So if I did five minutes this morning, five minutes at lunch, five minutes, you know, whatever. Once I get to twenty minutes, it says you've been on for twenty minutes. And I go, oops. And then what does it do? Kick you off? I, no, I could go back in, but I just stay off of it to limit oh, okay. myself. I wanted to like kick me off and then like not let me back in until the next day or something. Because I, I, well, I, I feel myself easily breaking that. Because uh, it's an addiction and you yeah. have to practice some self-control. Obviously, I don't have ultimate self-control because I still had to use the timer. But I still like to show it who's boss and then I could put it down. Yeah, It's a tick. Is it? Don't you think it's a tick? You pick it up any moment you have like a transition in between things or like you just happen to be sitting I, there. I don't do all that. If I mean, if I'm out in public, on, I do that. But like if, if you I'm, have a movie on, are you on your phone scrolling through? I have made an effort to put my phone down and watch the movie. It's hard. It's not. When you go to the movies, do you not put your phone down and watch the movie? Yeah, I do. Okay. So it's the same kind of respect that you would have in a movie theater. Why don't you get the movie that you're watching on TV? I don't know why. It's hard for me. Well, normally I would, this would be the moment, this would be the moment I would take a month off all social media. Oh, you take a month off? There's too many. Yeah. So like January, I took all of January off this year. Oh, wow. I just take all the apps off my phone and don't go to any of the accounts for a month. It's very liberating. That's crazy. Because then when you like talk to people, you can say, like, what have you been up to? And you really mean it. Like, you literally don't you know. you don't know. Oh, for sure. Like, and I love that we, it, as much as we try to find these celebrities, we do try to equally talk about just, you know, what the hell is going on right now. And that's important. That is important. I feel like that's People what... People are coming here for important conversation. They do. Well I mean, they don't turn on NPR for that. They cut on Alice and Jared. Exactly. Exactly. Because we put out the good shit. news source. The other... Other. No, no, no. Not those guys. The other ones. No, no. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a wrap on our gal Keisha. I think it's a good solid episode. I really do. Yeah. I think that I'll have to edit out. We'll have a good 20 minutes. Shut up. I don't think this is going to be a 20 minute episode. This is gonna be, <laughs> and, then you, and you have the other recording from the previous one. You're right. You're right. You're right. This is going to be a we'll solid, at least a good solid 25 minute episode which is good that's a good link i think that's good yeah people aren't looking to listen to us for hours and hours i think people like us because we're short and cute and to the point exactly hey guys thanks for listening to searching for rick we really appreciate all of the um wonderful comments you guys made about the show keep listening keep searching for us as we're searching for these obscure celebrities uh, you can find out more about us at searching the number four rick that's searching for rick searching number four rick we're on every uh social media um, platform just go look for us we're out there again thanks for listening and we love you